Last time on the Dungeon Patrol, the heroes overcame a would-be assassin and realized that some old foes would never relent. They traveled on to Old Home to receive accolades from the Queen and information from Spymaster Vito. They learned that their next mission would take them deep into the Ashwood, where poison and grief left the Elven Alliance in limbo. Will the party fulfill their diplomatic destiny once again? Find out now. Episode 40. 40? Yeah, it's a nice round number. 40. That's like we're mature now. Mm-hmm. We're getting there. We've got like good jobs and hopefully... I tell you what, I, I feel older uh, being on episode 40. I have aged significantly playing 40 episodes with you guys. So. We all have it does try. show. Yeah, it does. Uh, <laughs> it's like being present just really quickly. Wrinkles everywhere. Uh, yeah, we don't even want to talk about the wrinkles. Um but yeah, some of that is, I think, Bjorn's fault because he he just admitted uh, <laughs> before we started recording that he his math is only a suggestion. Right. <laughs> Pretty sure I saw that in the player's handbook somewhere. <laughs> I'm almost positive. Uh, so yeah, we know why he is so good because he is so bad at math, apparently. Um, I That's the American education system I blame then. <laughs> public education. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, public education. Uh, My math teacher. Specifically. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Calling call, them call, out. Call, you know, wow. Yeah. He was he was not helping at all. Yeah. Oh, Some kinda... teachers just don't care. That's, unfortunately. that's Look, true. I love my art teacher, Look, by the way. We're not trying to start beefs here at that. We're definitely not trying. We had I had many, many great teachers. But I yeah, there are yeah, a few. I remember fondly some. I had some really good teachers. teachers, but my math teachers were not helpful. <laughs> like all of them? Most of them. Most I, of I them. feel like and honestly I have when I see math problems, I get almost like a dyslexia with math. Oh, wow. Yeah. But it was never, no one cared to do that. My art teacher, shout out to Mrs. Tops. She's awesome. Nice. Good well, hopefully her. she's listening. Yeah. She's my <laughs> Spanish teacher too, but. Uh, yeah. Lo sientos. Yeah. I think <laughs> most of my teachers are pretty decent. I was yeah. pretty, uh, pretty terrible student, but you know. The, like a troublemaker? Uh, a little bit, yeah. What? A little I can, sassy. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Doodling dungeons in your... <laughs> I was doodling a lot. Uh, a lot of skulls and things on my notebook. I was literally making dungeons in my books. Yeah. Were you really? Like if I didn't have graph paper, I would, you know, sketch it out myself. Nice. Yeah. So okay. I, had, I had good art teachers. They let me get away with, you know, lots of stupid stuff. And um, math teachers, uh, they, were, they were fine. Yeah. Wasn't Maybe my... it was just a thing in my head too. History teachers, I loved history. Yeah, English mm-hmm. teachers, just yeah. Hmm. Well, we have all right. A, we have an educator at the table, so yes. I'm not. Uh, that was a general <laughs> statement in my in my world. I was just trying to find a reason to to use math as an excuse. You know. Yeah. No, it was it was just a funny thing, yeah. and we didn't mean to rag on teachers in general. Yeah, they're they're sorry. fantastic people who do a lot of uh, great stuff for uh, for our society. Exactly. Um, and where would we be 
probably right here doing this. Probably so. Probably. <laughs> uh, but so episode 40, uh, that was a little bit of a digression there, but uh, we, we made it through that. Um, and the other thing I have to talk about is uh, we're, we're kind of out of dice. No more game science dice. Oh. For now. For, for, now. for now. Theoretically. Theoretically. They, they have been uh, excellent partners in uh, getting, getting uh, us dice and allowing us to give away dice to all of you fantastic listeners out there. Um, they have some production issues, I believe, that they're trying to work out. And so we, we sort of ran out of our supply, our initial supply of dice. So we're going to keep working with Game Science, and we recommend that you keep checking their site. Uh, the code that they gave us will still be valid until... Uh, Halloween of 2019. So if they get their uh, production sorted out and restock on the website, you guys can go and use that fantastic code. What is it? 39DP19A. That's it. It's like music to my ears. Um, and you can get... Uh, must be us, Don, that bring the, the chanting to a level. <laughs> <laughs> I stayed out of it that time. <laughs> Uh, you could get uh, 10% off an order of $20 or more if you use that code. And again, thank you, Game Science, for the partnership. It has been fantastic. I'm glad all of you had the opportunity to win some of these amazing dice. They have been fun to work with. I managed to put in my own order, so uh, I snuck in and got the dice I wanted before they all sort of disappeared, and um, it's been been great. They've been working out pretty well. I will miss being able to roll those dice. Yeah, me too. Well, I mean, I have my own now, yeah. so yeah. So I'm I'm good. But all of you people out That's there, what counts. <laughs> right, I'm very as very long as selfish Jerry's that happy. way. <laughs> That's the way all the DMs work. <laughs> Um, but hopefully we can reestablish that and start giving away more dice as we go forward. But for right now, we're out of dice. We're sorry. Thank you for participating. And uh, all of you that won, congratulations. I hope you are enjoying them and getting lots of Natty 20s right now. Let's, Aww. let's get to some killing. Yeah, let's do that. Anything else before we get to the killing? I, I think Elrond said it best. All right. I usually do. <laughs> and I'm like, and that was the cleric. <laughs> Just a reminder. The barber was like nice and quiet over here, contemplating sailing the boat. Yeah. And he's like, we should kill. Thinking, you know, all the great teachers he's had throughout the years. Uh, yeah, we're we're uh, ready to start uh, start killing uh, whoever said oh it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Random slaughter. Uh, I mean, there is other stuff we do in D anD. d Let's be clear. To yeah, yeah, that's true. I can't think of anything. I but... can't think. Yeah, well, but right now we're gonna go visit some elves. So let's let's start with that. We we'll have to take adventure <laughs> into the waters. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Um, so you guys went to sleep, I believe, last time uh, in your quarters in the Iron Citadel. Okay. Yes. Um, the next day, uh, fairly early in the morning. There's a knock at the door. Wow, sound effect. We got a Foley artist now. <laughs> <laughs> we can do one sound. <laughs> she can do a goat. Oh, that's true. Yeah, she can that's do a goat. True. Yeah. All right. Mean goat. Uh, okay, so that was your knock at the door. Hello. 
Uh, so you're answering the door, I I'll, take it. I'll answer the door with just a towel. Wow. <laughs> well, it's it's Red Thorn. Oh, good morning, Red Thorn. Uh, I was just shaving this uh, beard again. <laughs> oh, yeah. You have to roll to see if you had a beard. Uh, I, think, I think you didn't, if I remember right. You didn't have a beard. This, <laughs> this, is, well, this is another this is the new next day. Morning, so it's another every, it's every day. But he has to roll every day, and I think yeah. you rolled last time that you didn't have a beard. I don't remember. Did it? Okay. Whatever. Like, yeah. So well, long ago. It's, save it's up fun. that hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I forgot about that. Uh, so Redthorn's standing there, and he's looking very uh, yeah, official. And he uh, he's you know standing there, and he's like, "Luggy would want me to come and and wish you well. I understand you have a new new mission. Yes, we're going to get on a boat and go talk to elves. Do come in." I need okay. to get dressed. Uh, so he enters the room, and so are we all sharing quarters? Is that? Yeah, what's I thought going we had our there? own. I thought we had our own places. There's a one door, but there are two rooms in there. I believe you have your own room. Oh, okay, yes, I have Thora. my own room. So we've got a suite. Yeah, all right, it's okay. like a suite. Is there a sitting area? Uh, there is a little sitting area. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I'll be sitting there cleaning my <laughs> cleaning my nails with You've my been dagger up for four hours. Yeah, already. exactly. Yeah. I'm I'm ready to go. Nails. <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody, Redthorn's here. All right. Hey, Redthorn. So, so I will come out uh, pinning up my hair for the day <clears throat> and say, Oh, Redthorn, how how wonderful to see you. Um, I would like to speak with you for a few moments. Yes, certainly. What what can I do for you? Uh, is there some place I can look out? Anybody? I suppose your bedroom. Ooh. Fine. It's unseemly, though. I don't a little care. Unseemly. Whatever. People get over it. I travel. I travel the country back and forth with these three guys. <laughs> <laughs> People are gonna talk. No one said a thing. Yeah. They're gonna talk. So you know. All right. So I I, I usher uh, Redthorn into my my room, and I I say, you know, Redthorn, I'm very concerned about the um, animosity between the two factions that are serving our queen. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, it's made things quite difficult. Uh, Stormbreak and I just were destined to never see eye to eye. He is a nobleman after all. Uh, he only cares about people on his level. Those of us beneath him don't really matter. I do not think that is an accurate um assessment i i think that you both care very deeply about the entire country and all of the people here and that you have to figure out how to put aside these personal grievances for the best of our queen and country yes you're you're probably right it would be in the best interest of our queen and the, and the country why don't you roll your persuasion no <laughs> Uh, see what you get. See if this is working. No, it is not. Uh, that is a 13. Wait, no. Oh, wait, no. Persuasion. That is a 16. That's not my best. That's not bad. Not terrible. Um, so he's, he's like, I, I understand. And I am truly sorry that it had to come, you know, down to 
you know, where, where you're worrying about this when we should be taking care of it ourselves and working it out. I, I will talk with Stormbreak about this and see if we can come to some kind of agreement. I know that you are a proud man and Stormbreak is a proud man, but sometimes you just have to set aside your pride and accept a little bit of, I don't know, the, um, except your role in this. I know I have a lot to put behind us. We have a, a history, his family and, and I, and I, I need to get, get beyond that and uh, I'll do what I can. Okay. Thank you. I give him a hug. Right. <laughs> so uh, at that moment, the door opens and everyone sees you guys hugging and it's really I awkward. knew it. <laughs> Darn it. Uh, so he, uh, you guys come out into the main sitting area? Yes. Um, and he is, you know, he's like, I, you know, I, I'm, I know Luggy would want to be here to see you off. And, um, you know, he's really fond of you. And I hated to send him on this mission, but he, he just would not give up. He really, really wanted to do something important for the, for the queen and the kingdom. And, and I think part of that is is because of you. You inspired him like you've inspired all of us. Oh, dear. We are pretty inspiring. He definitely earned it. Um, so, yeah, you find out that Luggy's on his own secret mission. Um, and uh, he, Red Thorn's going to ask you about your travels. I, I understand you ran into some orcs. Yes, there was some, a family affair of sorts. <laughs> a family affair. What? What do you mean by that? Oh, I, yeah. You know, it was the part where I was raised by orcs. Uh, it was the clan, the Iron Eyes. Okay, so uh, you you tell him a little bit about that. He's like, I I don't know if I could let any orc live. See, well, that is your pride talking again. Well, no, I mean that is kind of practical. They're really untrustworthy creatures, but <laughs> uh, that we. I had to consider the greater mission. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Give I, you a thumbs up. I understand. It was very difficult. He makes eye contact with Thora, and and he kind of nods, you know, and and you you guys know a little bit about his, his history and how orcs raided his home and took his children into slavery, sort of like you. And, yes, they uh, raided my home and took me into slavery. Right. Right. <laughs> so he's he's got that connection, and he's he's been fighting that battle for. For years, um, so uh, he wishes you well. Uh, he asks a little bit about where you're going. You know the mission with the elves. He doesn't know anything about elves really, but uh, he's he's just you know kind of chatting and and then you hear a <clears throat> uh, at the door and uh, and you see Vito standing there. Ugh. Oh, Vito! Oh, sorry, I'm not a fan. <laughs> oh, good morning, Vito. Nice to see you. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. I I have uh, some interesting news for you. Please, okay. Spill it. Share. Uh, he kind of looks over at Redthorn, and Redthorn, you know, bows his head and, and wishes you well, and then he backs out of the room. And Vito, like, waits for him to go, and then Vito's like, yes, yes. Um, well, I, I've been up all night, and uh, I, I've been looking at uh, trying to find out more about this Wakener reference that you had uh, discovered with the drow. And um, 
unfortunately haven't had much luck. Although I did uh, do understand that the early accounts of the dragon strife uh, were known as the awakening, you know, and perhaps that with the dragon motif on the armor that you showed me, perhaps that has something to do with it. Uh, but I, I just don't understand the connection with King Eldzik. I mean, are they trying to weaken dragons? I I don't know if that's possible. I, I mean, are they sleeping somewhere? Right. I I don't have the answers to that, but you know, it seems like a strange coincidence. But Eldzik correct seems... me if I'm wrong, but the dragon strife affected everyone negatively. Correct. So it doesn't make sense that it would be to their benefit to stir up dragons. Unless they think they have found a way to make it to their benefit. But hmm. to control them, perhaps. Foolish. Yeah, well, they're just desperate. Foolish. Yeah, could be. Um, but he's like, you know, uh, he tells you a little bit about Eldzik and how all the kings of Drummondor have been named Eldzik, you know, because they're they're kind of like god kings uh, in Drummondor. They uh, perpetuate this idea that they're, you know, immortal and invincible and, you know, um, all-knowing. And uh, so that's why that, that country's kind of not, not a top vacation destination. They think their kings are immortal, invincible, but they keep replacing them? Well, well it's like just reborn. Come, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got you. Kind of like, yeah. Like the Dalai Lama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But evil. Much like, <laughs> but, but evil. <laughs> but very evil. Just to clarify. Yeah. yeah. God, the yin and the yang of the situation. That's right, that's we're right. trying to make everybody mad this episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's uh, not tick off the Buddhists. <laughs> you now I've got like the Henry VIII song in my, my head replacing with Ildzik. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, he gives you a little, you guys talk about that. And then he's like, Oh, before I forget, I did find you a ship and you know, it, it leaves soon. Uh, it's a captain. He's a former, uh, member of the Royal Navy, uh, runs a small trading ship out of, uh, Dorn's Rock. His name is, uh, Barton Means. He seems like a trustworthy sort. I've already booked you passage. Barton Means. Barton Means. Captain Means. And out of where? Dorn's Rock. How far is that? It's a long ways. It's technically Scornsby's territory. Mm-hmm. But Vito has vetted him, so he's, you're probably okay. <laughs> Great. And we can take our horses, right? Or do we need to? I don't even remember now. Yeah, he said that we could take the horses. Uh, the this ship, he was hoping that you could, um, but that's Ugh. when he thought that there was a, you know, going to be a navy ship. But... Well, there you go. It's settled. I think we should just uh, take our horses and and ride and there. Ride. It may take longer, but yeah, could do that. Uh. I feel like time might be... A, why am I the... <laughs> like, <laughs> something's going on here, but I feel like time is a bit of the I would love the chance to, to go through the Ashwood Forest again and I know my way around it so we could go through without any kind of real... Um, um, what do the... Um, any kind of really... Nothing that would really slow us down, but it is very treacherous as well. I just yes. don't like the idea of not having to walk or ride for a few days. Sure, but I'm I'm trying to understand why we couldn't have something that that left from here or a little closer. Why do we have to 
go into Scornsby's territory. No, we're not going there. That's just no. that's just where the guy hails from. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the ship is just probably right down I at the docks. See. Yeah, I thought we were going to old home. Old home is on the bay. Yep. Okay. Yes, that's what I thought. Yeah. But I was wondering, why are we going to this other place to catch a boat? We're basically going around that old peninsula. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's better. It's okay, travel, then let's go. A bit safer, in all honesty. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Boat, but you'd have to leave your horses here at the Iron Citadel for a while. No, I'm, I'm very attached to number fourteen. <laughs> I think we should take the horses. Do you want some time to say goodbye? No, I, I'll, I do. I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll go say goodbye to my horse. How about I just meet you there? I will go and say goodbye to her. Does fourteen have wings? Since I can actually talk to my no, horse. It <laughs> <laughs> no, it does. Did you uh, want me to to uh, translate for you in Dark Star? Oh, you can do that. I'm not sure I'm ready to hear what he actually has to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he would say he's very proud of you. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He might say lose a little weight or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that beard really bugs him when you're really yeah. running fast and it's on his mane. <laughs> Comment on all the funny looks people give when I... When you, when you <laughs> name him, yes. My name's Steven. Uh, so you, you guys... Uh, Go say goodbye to your horses um, and uh, make sure that they're all cared for and everything. And on your way to the docks. Uh, I mean, do we have to go by boat? I think that that is in the best interest now, yes. Well, are you a little afraid of the little water? <laughs> no. <laughs> it'll, oh, be, it'll be fine, Aileron. It's just, I think Aileron's there's more unpredictable things out there. We, we I, know our horses. I don't know the, if you've ever woods. been in the Ashwood Forest. Of course I have. Okay, I well mean, then you would know it's not the safest place. I mean, we've traveled across this whole land. Every day is unpredictable. But there's a lot of, I mean, you can't see what's below you. There could be any number of things creeping yes. up on you that you Dark can't see. Sharks. The Kraken are not precisely. the shallow. Kraken. You know? ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> so you, so you agree with me. It's settled. We'll, we'll take the horses. Boat it is. <laughs> you know, since we're going, should we, should we, anything we need for being on the water? Like, we, can I go get like a harpoon? Yeah. I've always wanted to throw out the harpoon. <laughs> yeah, I suppose you could. I'll let you buy a harpoon. Oh, we're going on the, a whale adventure. That whale is going to drag by the, us the wharf and yeah, yeah. There's whales in the bay. Yeah. I've heard well, they I heard they like sing. Yeah, they they've been known to swallow people whole. Oh. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll just tie you to the mast. So they'll take care of everything. You can try. <laughs> Oh no, I wouldn't be successful. <laughs> okay, so you guys, uh, you go down, you get yourself a harpoon. Uh, the, I guess <laughs> the docks are. This is a very weird. I get episode. myself a life vest. <laughs> <laughs> a couple, a couple, right. a couple life vests. For some reason, you think that putting life vests on your legs is going to help. <laughs> uh, it's so all about safety. Right, it'll blow of, up our donuts around you. <laughs> Uh, so you get, get to the docks and there's a steady hum of activity as hundreds of soldiers, sailors, and dock hands go about the business of loading and unloading supplies to various ships. Uh, and quite a few warships, uh, are docked, uh, out in the bay. And you do find a ship, uh, Barton Mean ship. It's called the Polly Dale. 
And it's a small, sleek-looking vessel that seems more built for speed than for lugging cargo. Uh, as you prepare to board, uh, however, uh, as the sailors up on the ship are hailing down to you and you're asking permission to come aboard, uh, there's kind of a disturbance behind you. And and uh, you see a, a group of armed men-at-arms coming up behind you. And what is their livery? Uh, you notice that uh, roughly half are wearing the red leather of the Red Wolves. Half. The other half are wearing the uh, shiny plate of the Queen's Companions. Hmm. Okay. And as they approach you, uh, they sort of part, uh, and you see a cloaked figure come forward. And as this figure approaches, you realize it's the Queen. Oh, oh, wow. That's gracious. Yeah. You guys need to smile a little bit more often. You're just kind of... <laughs> yeah. Bow appropriately. All right. So uh, she she kind of, you know, motions for you to stand, you know, kind of waves off any, any real sign of, uh, you know, letting people around know who she is. See, that's why I yes. didn't... That's why I didn't bow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she she comes forward and she is thankful for you uh, for taking this mission. She is grateful. She tries to stress how important it is to you, uh, to the kingdom, how they need allies. And this elven mission is obviously the most critical. Uh, They have been strongest allies of Ashmore since the kingdom was founded. And we need them back. And she stresses that to you and and just really tries to relay how grateful she is uh, for your service and your willingness to go on another crazy mission for her. Um, And as she starts to, uh, you know, wind down her little pep talk, she pulls out a small folded piece of cloth. And she says, I picked up some of my mother's bad habits and I'm thinking I tend to gravitate towards, of all things, needlepoint. Um, and so I kind of let my mind wander, and, and this this came of it as I was thinking of, of the four of you. And uh, it's it's silly, I know, but uh, I'm hoping it'll be a token of, of good luck for you. And she hands it over. Okay. Who takes it? I'll take it. Okay. Thora takes it. And uh, if you unfold it, You'll see that there are symbols, you know, embroidered into this piece of fabric. And um, you see a a black sword, which must represent Cull Show, obviously. See a blue fist. You see a uh, uh, cloak and dagger of Ilo. And finally, you see a goat. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, is it like in text like in left to right or is it just all like in one symbol uh just kind of quadrants. randomly yeah quadrants we'll say quadrants on this scrap of fabric but um you know it's nothing fancy obviously she just she really you know she is very uh very much you know she's your age uh in reality and a lot of uh uh, she just feels like she needs to give you something. She doesn't know what to give you. And, and this is when she was, uh, thinking, um, 
strategizing, letting her mind wander. She came up with this and just wanted you guys to have something very personal um, that she she made herself. Thank you, Queen. How are we supposed to use this? <laughs> so she uh, she looks embarrassed. Uh, her blushes a little bit. I don't actually say that. <laughs> and she back, starts to back away. She looks around, but you, you notice now that it's uh, it's significantly quieter uh, in the area, and, and other people have noticed this small oh, gathering. Oh dear. And she looks around, and she starts to quickly, you know, uh, make an exit. Um, but then you see some of the, the men standing around stop what they're doing. They take off their caps. They take off their helms. They start to kneel and so she she realizes that everybody knows has caught on to her um and so she you can see see her stop and you know steal herself and she she turns and um she gives a very rousing speech to the men on the docks and i actually have it written but i don't want to don't want to waste your time with that oh no i think we want to hear it yeah what? We want to be inspired. You guys hate this adventure. stuff. That's not mm, true. I feel like you wrote it for a reason. No, I, I did, but then I'm like, she gave a very rousing speech, and that's good enough. I don't know. I would like to hear but it. But your voices, Jerry. We, we miss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would like to be inspired for the adventure ahead. And maybe some of those who are not as sturdy on, on, a, on a sailing ship would feel a little bit more safe. Oh, all right. Like, who are you talking about here? It's a general statement. The guy with so water what, wings on. How far from the coast the, are we going to go? The one with a life, like a lifesaver <laughs> around their their stomach, and then a life vest on. And why are you looking so bulky under that cloak? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she, okay, she turns around and and uh, you can see that she she glances around the crowd, and she says. You know what they call me south of the Mobrin. And uh, people are looking around, you know, and she, she says, the lucky lady. And people sort of chuckle in the crowd. She's like, they do not call me this because of my good fortune. No, they call me this to mock the deaths of my entire family. They also say that my luck will run out. They say that I will soon join my family in the afterlife. But as I look around here today... I see that we have more than luck on our side. We have skill. We have strength. We have determination. And yes, we have anger. Anger over the lives Scornsby has ruined. Anger over the deaths yet to come. And when the day arrives when our forces meet on the field of battle, I promise you this, we will not hear their jibes and laughter. No, we will only hear the deafening roar of our own righteous anger as it overwhelms them all. And then people start to cheer Huzzah! and, and they're like, Ashmore, Ashmore for all, all for Ashmore. And, cool show. Yeah, cool show. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get the shit changed. Wow. Uh, a slow clap. <laughs> So, and, and she, you could see, you know, there's like, there's like a serious, uh, fire in her eyes as she, uh, delivered that, uh, little speech and, um, and she looks, you know, as everyone's cheering, she looks very awkward again and starts to blush and, um, but the people rush up around her and kind of overwhelm 
her her guards and they they like pick her up and uh, oh my Whoa. and they're like you know all chanting and you know shouting and and they carry her up back up to the iron citadel and people throughout the town join in and it's like a huge huge spectacle wow. crowd surfing <laughs> she's admired that's a good thing yeah yeah she she won them over uh it was a very rousing speech and now that scrap of cloth uh at some point that's going to remind you of this speech and why you're on this this mission and so you'll be able to cast the spell beacon of hope if you ever need it by pulling out that scrap of cloth and you know waving it around or planting it like a banner whatever you want to do Oh, wow. So that's how we use it. Yep. Okay. okay. Beacon of Hope. If you don't know what that is, you can look it up. I have no idea what it is, but I'm sure that our trusty uh, yeah, I, magic uh, person will figure that out. I'll get it figured out. I will put, I will put it in safely in the belt pouch. Okay. Uh, so Beacon of Hope, uh, basically, what I remember gives you uh, advantage on wisdom saving throws. I can read it for and you if you'd like death saving got it right here okay uh it's for duration is a minute um it just takes the action cast is 30 foot range uh the spell bestows hope and vitality choose any number of creatures within range for the duration each target has advantage on wisdom saving throws and death saving throws and regains the maximum number of hit points possible for from any healing nice yeah so that might come in handy yeah um and it, more than that, it's just a token of her her affection for you guys. And uh, as you guys are going to board the ship now. So I want to put you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I looked up harpoons. Okay. Uh-huh. And I came across <laughs> a harpoon gun, but it was a, it's from a 3.5 equipment sheet. There's not one in the 5 equipment sheet. Oh, okay. And it's like a spring-loaded actual harpoon gun with like spears you can fire it's like a two-handed sure kind of thing yeah yeah and it's like 200 gold and um it there's no range penalties for firing it underwater okay. and i don't know if something like this would exist in your I world i would imagine that someone on the wharf would have something like this this is a place to find it if you're gonna find it but yeah, if it exists so. i think i would like oh my gosh i have to have this okay <laughs> Yeah, that's gonna help outrun too. We'll we'll say we'll say you do manage to find one. Nice. uh, As as you guys are loading your stuff up and and Captain Means and his crew are are getting uh, all of their final preparations ready to set sail, Um, and as the Queen's procession is making its way back up to the Iron Citadel, um, you manage to snag yourself uh, a slightly used harpoon gun. <laughs> with uh, uh, it, yeah, you have to buy this little little short steel spear separately, and it, and you can get a little rope and connect them. And okay, well, we'll say it comes with one loaded, and then you have a backup one for three hundred gold. Comes with one loaded. Yep. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That makes me feel so, safe. So <laughs> don't touch that. Hey guys, look what that bought. He, he showed me how to use it. I got a little cursory like test, but they're all dancing left and right as you're <laughs> waving it around, waving it around in front of you. Crowds like ducking. I was so excited. <laughs> I can't wait for a good sea shanty. All right, Captain Means is like, let me stow that away for you. <laughs> um. So yeah, you <laughs> you have yourself a harpoon gun and one backup harpoon. 
and uh, minus 300 gold. And you guys are aboard the ship, I'm assuming? Yes. Yes. All right. And uh, uh, Captain Means introduces himself quickly. You know, he's he's very uh, businesslike. Introduces you to his his first mate, which uh, she's a um, gruff uh, dwarven woman who's obviously spent a lot of time at sea, which is uh, strange. Um, You know, you don't see a lot of dwarves um on ships but she obviously has the very weathered look of a, a long time uh sailor and uh her name is Urza Barrelbrand and she's going to kind of show you where to stow your gear and she introduces you to the whole cast of of characters here it's a small ship um but she has nicknames for all the crew, and there's Stretch, Fishburn, Bad Eye, Horse Leg, Fingers, and Roper, and they just kind of nod or bow a little bit or make eye contact as uh, she points them out and introduces them. And uh, obviously, not a lot of formality here. They don't get a lot of passengers. Um, they tell you where to stow your gear. There's no real place on the ship for you to to sleep. No quarters, so they have a little uh, area. Uh, sort of in midship area that uh, where they lash down gear, they put a little tarp over it, so you guys have your own space there. That's mostly weatherproof. <laughs> you can tie yourself to. This uh... is terrible. <laughs> so, how long is this journey going to be, Ursa? Uh, it should only take uh, you know a couple of days. Oh, that's nothing. Yeah. So, is there any uh, like uh, pirates on the coast here? Uh oh yes oh. Yes. Is there something that we need to be aware of to, to help out just in case something happens? Uh, she tells you that they're going to try to stick as close to the coast as possible okay. um, to try to avoid the pirates. Uh, said it, it's not usually a problem, um, you know, and especially lately. Uh, hasn't been a lot of pirate activity for whatever reason. And so, um, so hopefully everything will be fine. Um, but... Uh, you know, nothing for you to worry about. If it comes to that, uh, she'll she'll give you orders. I trust that you will. Okay. I'm confused about where are we sleeping? Uh, there's a sort of a sheltered little area in the middle of the ship that has a, uh, uh, you know, like four walls and a little doorway where they tend uh-huh. to lash down barrels and things like extra cargo. So they've cleaned all that out and they put a tarp over the top of it. <clears throat> So it's weatherproof, and you guys are going to be sleeping there. Weatherproof-ish. What am I sleeping on? Uh, your bedrolls, yes. What about hammocks? Hammocks, mm. if you wanted hammocks, yeah. You can set that up. Yeah. <laughs> I'll find a nice little flower sack to snuggle into. <laughs> okay. This makes me like Vito even less. Okay. Hey, this is not Vito. We chose to go on this boat. This is no, how one travels. One this is going to be an passage. adventure on the high seas. <laughs> uh, after all the traveling you've done, the boat is the worst. I'm 
She's a combination show with one foot on in front of on the front of the boat to the bow of the boat with <laughs> holding his harpoon, looking into the exactly yes, <laughs> waving it around. With his hair and wind in the hair, with his beard is all. <laughs> this is going to be so much fun. Yeah, you see some of the sailors looking at Cull's show, and they yep. kind of make little signs of protection. You know, uh, good place to get a good tan. <laughs> oh yeah, totally shirtless. <laughs> This is a front cover of a romance novel. That's oh, what this yeah. is. <laughs> Hair whipping in the breeze. Uh, as you guys set sail and uh, making making uh, a home in the middle of the ship here, um, you you can still hear the chants of the crowd, and you know it sounds like a heck of a party up at the Iron Citadel now. And uh, so whatever whatever uh, started uh, with her giving that speech and. Uh, sort of charging up this uh, scrap of cloth that she um, gave to you has continued on and is like the whole city seems involved. You can hear it well out into the harbor um, as you're sailing away. And that's it. You're sailing. Now what? I'm going to hide in the shelter. <laughs> okay. So you're hiding in the shelter. There's a quick question. How often has the ship been attacked by giant squids or whales or dolphins? <laughs> it's almost never happened. Almost, almost unheard of. Why would you want so, to ask that kind so of question? How, I, I need to know. <laughs> okay. I'm Spirit. playing the ignorance is bliss <laughs> Very, here. very rare. Very rare. Like how, <laughs> how rare? <laughs> <laughs> like once only. every other time or once every other trip uh, uh, only when there's heroes on board we're, we're, sailing, <laughs> we're sailing close to the shore so large beasts in the water are not going to really well I can't tell how depth. deep it is can you can you can you tell Bjorn by looking in the water can you tell how deep it is no but she said she was going to stay close to the shore yeah the water's cold Treacherously cold. <laughs> <laughs> Unusually deep. <laughs> Dark. Uh, I knew it. <laughs> well, I'll stow I'll stow all my stuff and make sure it's tied down and just okay. pretty much just wearing my sword and Yeah, there are lots uh, of places in the in your little cubby there to lash things down, obviously, since it's meant for cargo and stuff. So was there a sea chest? Uh no sea chest, uh, but I want to get one of those. Yeah, that'd be cool. I want to go find some sailors. Be like, hey, okay, okay, show me how to how to work this. You want to be a sailor? You want, want to pick to be up a some sailor? skills? He's clearly getting into this. <laughs> hey, when this is all over, you know, I'm looking for, you know, a future. I might be, a, be like a, a pirate king, maybe. Oh, uh, pirate he's king. He's going to start using sailor slang. <laughs> okay. Batten down the hatches. Some We're in a dungeon. Full show. Obviously <laughs> enjoying this more than others, which is great. Um <laughs> <laughs> And you guys make it out into uh, your first uh, first day at sea, and really, really nothing, nothing troubling. You're you're you know sailing along. I mean, the waves are are manageable. Uh, maybe you feel a little bit seasick, um, but the weather's uh, pretty pretty so fair. Quick, quick question: this this seasickness. Do you stay stay seasick the rest of your life? Because <laughs> it feels that way. They say jumping in the water and swimming right away is the best way to get rid of seasickness, you know. I don't think they say that before. <laughs> they do. And you watch the, the horizon. Just, just keep it. your eye on the horizon. Just all waves. 
up and down. Up and down. <laughs> Unceasing. The creaking of the ship. You yeah. should try climbing up on the rigging. It's amazing. <laughs> There's a crow's nest you should really check out. Yeah. No, thank you. So slippery. I can see forever. <laughs> uh, so you guys uh, sail along and no trouble. No other ships that you have spotted. No, uh, no anything really. Um, occasionally you get uh, a glimpse of shore um, as seems like they've been true to their their promise they're going to try to stick as close to the shoreline as possible and um so you uh you make a, a full day of uh sailing and uh without any problems okay so uh evening rolls around and you can see towards the end of the day that some clouds do start to roll in um and uh, and Urza is very nice and comes over to uh, Alaron and and <laughs> warns him that there might be a little bit of weather tonight, you know. So make sure to you know be prepared. And so, what do I need to do to per- be prepared? Uh, she recommends that you don't eat a, a large supper, um, and make sure all your gears lash down and uh, hold on tight. What do we need to hold on to? Put your life vest on, she's saying. Yeah, life vest on. My, my water wings. Start yep. praying to Ilo. Uh, you're in for a bumpy ride. Um, Ilo is forsaken yeah. me. Ilo is here just, on I'm the, sure of this. You is like, should not have gone you know on that better boat. than this. Yeah. <laughs> you idiot. Uh, what do I teach you about boats? <laughs> uh, so you guys uh, are sailing away, and uh, the night passes, and, and the weather does, the wind does pick up. Uh, the waves are a little bit larger. Uh, you can feel kind of the the mist uh, hit your shelter as uh, as the waves. Some of the larger waves break over the the bow of the ship, and um, but that's that's about it. It's pretty monotonous trucking along. Looking a little green there, Alaron. So how much? <laughs> I didn't know elves got that green. Quick question: uh, How far away are we from our destination? <laughs> we're uh, we're almost a uh, you know we're we're probably a solid day out okay. from Harmony Bay. Wonderful. If if the winds hold up like this, hopefully they'll pick up even more. We'll make uh, we'll make even better time. Oh, so we we are making good time. Yeah, making really good time. Mm-hmm. It's cold, you know. It is winter, so it's mm-hmm. it's chilly. Um, you know, and at night you start to start to notice that some of the, some of the spray and stuff from the waves, uh, hitting the ship, uh, some of it's getting frozen on, on the rigging and, uh, mm. sailors are, you know, kind of occasionally walking out and, you know, trying to clear some of it off. But, uh, other than that, it's, it's just kind of chilly and, uh, lots of waves. Quick question: <laughs> Is it is it bad for there to be ice on the sails? Because uh, like, can't that rip it? Or uh, it's it's mostly a weight issue, being a little too top heavy. So we try to keep it keep it free. So keep the sails. so so you have some people on that, right? Yep. Okay. Got a uh, got old bad eye here. <laughs> <laughs> and fingers. And fingers. Yep. Yeah. Well, he has oddly enough one finger. Yeah. <laughs> fingers. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the, you see, you occasionally see the sailors, uh, and they uh, they set watches for the night, and uh, someone's at the at the helm all night long, and uh, other than that, it's uh, pretty uneventful. 
You I guys... like it when it's uneventful. This is mm-hmm. good. Yeah. That's right. So you guys going to sleep or what are you going to do? Are you sitting no. your own watches? No. Never, ever again. I'm going to try to get some shit. Yes, I? I will sleep. I'm sure I will pass out at some point. but <laughs> <laughs> From exhaustion and oh, worry. This is their thing. They know this is not their first rodeo, you know? I'll probably stay up late talking to the sailors. See if somebody will teach me some sea chanties. Mm, <laughs> Drinking okay. some grog. Oh, some grog. Yeah. So uh, eventually, uh, you know, the, the sailors go to sleep. Uh, two of them stay up. Uh, on watch, one of them at the helm, one, you know, uh, on standby, just kind of, um, checking, checking the rigging and stuff like that going throughout the ship. Um, so I imagine you eventually all find sleep. Uh, Kulsho has learned some new sea shanties and he's humming them. And as he comes into the, the, the sleeping area and, uh, mm-hmm. Aleron's just there kind of groaning and, you know, tossing and turning. Got a little mop bucket there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm not feeling good as well, I'm sure, you know. Yeah, yeah, maybe not. Uh, but as as the night uh, wears on, you know, it's just uh, finally Cull Show is even lulled to sleep. And uh, he is, uh, unfortunately, he has this uh, strange dream where oh. he walks into, he's aboard a ship. And uh, he is walking down uh, down towards a, a cabin at the rear of the ship. Uh, and he enters the cabin and he closes the door behind him. And uh, he sees this uh, noose uh, hanging from uh, the top. And uh, he goes over and he puts the noose around his own neck. Oh. And... Uh, and he climbs up on this uh, chair and uh, kind of uh, tightens things up and uh, jumps off and wakes up at that moment. Just <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so he, he wakes up and is very alert and startled and grabbing at his neck. And, uh, um, and so now you're awake and it appears to be the middle of the night. Oh, uh, I'll does look it around. wake any of the rest of us up? Um, yeah, it might if you really did uh, shout out. You probably would wake uh, up. I'm, yeah, I'm on edge. Um, why oh. don't you guys, uh, whoever decides that they woke up, why don't they roll a perception right now? I'm tucked away in a flower bag, just warm, snug as a bug in a rug. Right. Um, twenty-one. Twenty-one. I apparently only kind of woke up, but I got a four. Okay. You're a little groggy. Yeah. Um, and what did you get, Kalsha? Oh. Do you roll? I didn't Because you're definitely awake. Um, passive, so that'd be... Am I rolling passive perception? No, no. Uh, that would just be a 10. Okay. Um, so <clears throat> you wake up because of Kalsha's uh, uh, nightmare. Aleron. And uh, as you wake up, you know, you're just a little more leery. He's just recovering from his his dream, trying to think about what what that meant. Um, And uh, you are you're on high alert. You've been on high alert since someone said that you were going to go on the ship. Yeah, I'm sleeping with the daggers in my hands. (laughs) And uh, and you notice that there, there seems to be some 
you know, noise coming from the front of the ship. Okay. I'm going to hop to my feet and nudge Cole Show. Okay. I'm rubbing my neck. Oh, oh. weird dreams. <laughs> and, uh, you guys uh, wake yourselves up, and Kulsho, if he wakes you up and points it out, you can you can definitely hear. It sounds like some kind of knocking. Some, you know, occasionally there's a you hear a clank of some some sort, like wood, uh, metal hitting wood, uh, coming from the front of the ship. I'll go. I'll go on the, on deck and look. All right. Are so you, you guys wake anybody else up or no? Just well, Alaron's there. I mean, uh, I don't know. It could just be yeah. something normal. I'll then I him, will just I'll snuggle back take down with, uh, with my goat and go back to sleep. Yeah. So if you want to move the map down a tiny bit, maybe I can do that. Um, that's kind of where you guys are. And it's a teeny little ship. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty small. And uh, oh god, I'm that close to the water all the time. <laughs> but you, you're right about on the three edge. Feet from the edge there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you guys uh, crawl out of your little enclosure there, um, and uh, you definitely look forward, and you see some strange figures at the front of the ship. Stretch, and, is that you? <laughs> stretch, bad eye, horse leg. Um, so you can, you can call out or do whatever, but, uh, you definitely, let's see. I mean, can, can we, I see how they're labeled. Can, can I make out the fact that they're not human? Uh, yes. There is a, a light at the front of the ship, um, hanging off one of those, uh, um, posts there. And so you can definitely see you know, silhouettes of these creatures and they do not appear to be human, elven. Um, and this is how you would describe them. All right. I will shout out, like bellow out, almost gleefully, monsters from the deep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll draw my sword and charge. <laughs> oh, you're charging. Awesome. So you come rushing out and uh, you can charge. And who's who's driving the map here? I am. You are? Okay. And so, yes, they are labeled Fishman 1, 2, and 3. And uh, Kulsho comes charging out. You couldn't think up Going fishy names? Uh, I couldn't. <laughs> I tried. I really did. Kulsho, one Who or two. Charging? Oh, which one I'm charging? Yes. Um, I'll charge two. Okay, so Kulsho charges up to... Fishman number two. Are we rolling initiative? Is there a... Uh, I will... Um, let's see here. I'm just trying to get your hit points set because they are still down, but you guys have rested since then. Um, yes, let's roll some initiative. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> Seasickness stuff. Really yeah, right. stinks for all of us, yeah. Well, I am asleep too, so that uh, makes you are asleep. Really, so, yeah. <laughs> no one woke you up. I not, not yet. I, well, not I mean, really. I mean, I should just yeah, yell. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, that would loud enough to wake the ship up. But uh, my role makes sense to me being woken up by still groggy. I don't even know if Cole Show is just singing a sea chanty at this point. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you fell asleep to. Uh, call show. What'd you get? I only got a seven. 
Wow. I know. All that excitement. I just kind of bummed. It's too uh, much grog. Elrond? I got 11. 11. I mean, I was still trying to shake off a horrible dream. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Bjorn? Nine. Nine. Wow. Thora. I got the two. Wow. <laughs> and that makes the perfect sense. Double digit Elrond. <laughs> I told you the sea is a terrible place. <laughs> uh, so, Kulshul uh, comes charging out towards the uh, intruders, and they, unfortunately, were also on alert and have a little prepared for this. So... Uh. Uh, the one that you charge up to is going to take a swing at you, Fish Man number two. And that's going to be a miss. Um, this one is going to come over alongside here. Uh, also a miss. And the final one is uh, just going to hang back. And uh, you can see that uh, he is reaching out, trying to snuff out this lantern that's hanging on the front of the ship. Um, and that's what he's going to do. Aileron, your turn. Mm. Okay, let's think. Well, I think I'll do... Something? Yeah. I'm looking for it here. I think I'll do a third level guiding bolt at the one at the prow. All right. Okay, that'd be a 22 to hit. Uh, definitely a hit. Sweet. Um, we're looking at 66. Holy cow. 9, 13, 15, 17, and 19 points. 19 points. Um, yeah, so he's stretched out trying to grab at this lantern as the ship is plowing through the waves still, um, and you blast him, um, and, uh, almost slips and falls into the water, just kind of hanging on there, uh, for dear life now and is, is really seriously injured. Um, Bjorn, your turn. All right, I'll burst out of the, I guess the door is probably open, so I'll, uh, Run out the door. There are no doors. It's totally wide open. Just oh. no railings on the ship at all. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> God. Come out. How, how is this legal? <laughs> to um, right there. And I am going to shoot at Fishman 1. All right. So you're kind of kitty corner to Fishman 1. Yep. And you're going to shoot him. And that is a 26 to hit. Uh, That is a hit. Okay. And that is uh, 12 points of damage. Okay. And then I'm going to use my second attack. Same fish. And that's a 27 to hit. Uh, also a hit. And that is nine points of damage. And then my third you know, special attack, because it's the first attack, that's a 29 to hit. Definitely. Chewing them up. And that is... 13 points of damage. And then I'd like to use my bonus action to um, disengage and pop right back here. Okay. That's my turn. Uh, so you rush up, take three shots at the first uh, fish creature by Cole Show and uh, manage to drop them. Takes three shots and just kind of crumples to the ground and is now 
flopping around on the deck, um, mostly due to the motion of the ship, not because he's still alive or anything. And it is now Call Show's turn. Well, I'm going to rage as my free action. And uh, yeah, die, evil creature of the deep. And I will see <laughs> if I can <laughs> kill this one in front of me. Okay. Natty 20. Wow. Oh, sweet. Okay. Wasn't ready with dice. Uh, that will be 14 damage on the first one. All right. Wow. Ooh, and then I rolled a Natty 16, so a 23 to hit. Yep. Oh, and seven damage on the second one. Okay. So a couple of good slashes. Uh, and uh, very injured. Uh, you see uh, blood kind of mixing with the um, salt water on the deck, and uh, looks like he's barely hanging on. Thora, you're up. Uh, so where are all of the uh, sailors? Uh, you don't know. Oh, goody. Okay. Like, we don't see anybody? Mm-mm. Okay. Nope. Yay. All right. Um. Yeah. <laughs> That is what is scaring me more than the fish creatures. All right, I will say, die, fishman. And I, oh, I'm um, pointing at the number three. Okay. And that is uh, 19. Uh, yes. Oh, good. Um, and so, oops, wrong dice. Uh, that is seven damage. Wow, okay. And then I will do, I will again at him. Oh, yes, that's going to definitely hit because that is a 25. All right. And yes, and that is 12 damage. Dang. Nice. So, um, whoops, I was doing the wrong one here. Okay. So this guy, he is also dropped by that. Flurry of magical blasts. Really? Awesome. Um, and it is the remaining fish creature's turn. He's going to use his turn to disengage. And he's going to run and jump out into the ocean and try to get as far away from Kulsho's harpoon gun Back to the depths possible. for you. You call him the chicken of the sea. <laughs> To notify its hundred brothers and sisters <laughs> that are ready to boil up over hundred, the deck. Thousands, thousands of them. See, this is a big sea. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah, um, that just happened. You got a uh, killed two of them. The last one jumped over the edge and is now swimming, uh, swimming away. What are you guys going to do? I'm going to run and grab my harpoon gun. I'd like to take a look at the. One of the bodies. Just well, so are we still in initiative? Still in initiative. Okay. Well. That's concerning. Yes. Yep. There's uh, one out in, in the ocean. It's swimming away. So then it is Alaron's turn. Yep. Okay. I'm going to look for where the sailors are. Where did we see them going when they were turning in for the night? Uh, they went below decks. Because okay. they do have a sleeping quarters down there. Is there a hatch? Uh, there is towards the rear of the ship. Okay, I'll head to that hatch. Okay. 
So you head to the back of the ship. I'm sure there's a ship terminology. Aft, is that right? Aft. Aft, yeah. Um, stern. Stern? It's the stern of the ship. Aft okay. is the direction, yes. stern is the place. So you get down towards the bottom of the ship. <laughs> the rear of the ship. Here? The right butt. On. The butt yep. of the ship. Um. And you do see uh, that there uh, is appears to be whoever was uh, on duty at the helm has has been killed, and uh, you think you see figures out in the water and uh, glimpsing them through the moonlight poking down in the clouds. I will yell out, "There's more! There's more creatures back here at the butt of the ship." <laughs> <laughs> we'll kill them all. Okay. So um they uh they hear that call show or uh Aleron, and uh you uh you draw them up. Good job. And is well, it's the, not their uh, turn, I guess. Is the helmsman dead dead? Um uh, I will kneel and check while oh, okay. yelling. Uh the helmsman does appear to be dead dead. Okay. Um, and Bjorn, it's your turn. We'll stay in initiative order instead of having me move these critters around. Are you running to the back here? It's a long ways. It's a long ways. Your little legs. Yep, so as far as I can get, but. All right. Okay. So you're making your way towards the back of the ship, Cull Show. Well, I mean, I, I wanted to go grab it, but if I see people already jumping on the deck, then I will just charge. I am going to make a tactic at disadvantage because oh, I sure. can still shoot. I just have to shoot at disadvantage because thirty foot range. Yeah. Well, this guy's actually not on the boat. Okay. I moved him up, and I'm just so. going to double double speed then. If that's yeah. Okay. Go for it. All right there, you go. Perfect. Okay. Sorry about that. No, that's my 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 bad. Uh, call show. You're going to double move back. Yeah, so I can just charge 80 feet. And drop them down there somewhere. Yeah, Thora, what are you doing? Ugh, back to um, bed? Yeah, just me and the goats go back to bed. Uh, <laughs> no, so I, I look towards where the first, the fisherman number three Jumped over. Jumped over. I mean, is is he still visible or is he gone? Uh, yeah. So you're gonna go over to the side that he jumped off. No, I'm just seeing if I can see him from where I am standing. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, um, the rail. You can't see him from where you're standing because there is a rail around the ship and stuff, and it's. And I know, am shorter than the rail. Uh, but it's many feet below down to the ocean. All right, I, I think that there's some trigonometry at work here that you're not accounting for <laughs> okay. personally, but uh, all right. So I do not see him. Do I see any other fishermen around me? Uh, just the dead ones. Just the dead ones, okay. Then I will, um, how far is it to the stern of the ship? Uh, it's probably 80, 90, 10, 20. Here. 10, 15, 20. I want to shrink, the, 30, shrink the size of the map. 55 feet to Kulsho. 55 feet to Kulsho. All right. Well, I am sorry to do this to you, Kulsho. 
But I am going to, from where I am standing, I am going to cast Sickening Radiance on the sternmost point of the um, ship. Sickening Radiance? Yes, it's going to affect all of you, actually. Why would you do that? <laughs> For fun. You're already kind of feeling sick, so. <laughs> Queasy. Uh, uh, um, runs never getting on a boat again. Uh, unless I can do it, let's see. You're never going to be a team player again I either. Mean, I don't know why you all ran down there right away. Uh. <laughs> all right, fine. Because I we, won't do it. We didn't know no, there was. Do it. You can do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. There's no hard feelings. I did not realize that you were all just standing there waiting to be <laughs> skewered by fishmen. So I'm not standing there. I'm pointing with a very stiff, shaking arm at the figures in the water. Alright, so I will go ahead. Can I see any of the figures in the water? Uh no. Oh. It, I will move thirty feet up. Um and to the to the bow or the uh, to this towards the stern okay. and uh, towards the port side. <laughs> she knows all the terms. Whoops, are you drawing on the map? Yeah, he's drawing on the map okay. now. That's fine. You can draw whatever you want. I'm going to take the mouse back then. <laughs> so, port would be the other side. Yeah. You can go for it. <laughs> Your other port. <laughs> I'm just drawing Your something here. Uh, so, how far you want to go? Then? <laughs> 35. I'm going to do my full movement towards, yes, and then. All right. there. Now, do I see anything? Uh, I say if you leaned over the the rail there you could definitely see fishman number four all right then i will shoot the fishman number four with the eldritch blast all right eldritch blast away die fishman <laughs> uh, that is a 17 uh that hits oh god oh yes for um 12 damage wow is he just bobbing in the water or yes Yep. Swimming actively, He's trying to getting it ready be to a target. Try board. Yeah. yeah. All right, and then I will do another one. That is a nineteen. Uh, hits. And so then that is yes. That's another twelve damage. Dang. This dice is liking eights today. I imagine they're up like you know dolphins get on their tail. <laughs> That's how I imagine them. Okay. Complete. Uh, okay. No. Yeah. You that get, makes me feel better. Now, yeah. It's more of a show. It's entertainment. <laughs> They're probably just getting on sh the ship to, right. you know, right. bring you guys fish. Um, so <laughs> you blast Fishman number four, who uh, actually is not up on his tail, but is swimming along, trying to keep up with the ship, uh, trying to grab onto something to uh, climb aboard, and uh, takes a couple of shots, Eldritch Blast force to the face, and briefly uh, goes under the water, but then pops back up and uh, seems really, really injured. And uh, it is their turn now. And on their turn, um, this one's going to move up. But the really big, exciting news no. is that everybody has to make a reflex save or a deck save right now. Oh, Sorry. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, this is not going to be good. No, that is not good. Okay. Oh, my Lord. I got an 18. 18? Ah. I got a 21. 21? I got a 9. 9? 
Elrond? I rolled a one, so I got a five. <laughs> okay. So, um, as you are firing at Fishman number four over the side of the ship, uh, the ship suddenly lurches violently. <laughs> Giant squid! <laughs> and whale. Uh, you, Thora, get tossed overboard. Oh, no! Oh, no. And no. Aileron goes tumbling overboard into That's the water. So mean. Um, <laughs> and uh, as you guys are falling over the edge, um, you think you see a incredibly large dorsal fin come up from underneath the ship and glide away into the darkness. I tried to talk to it. It's a sea monster. And that's where we're going to end it. Oh, you're kidding me. <laughs> so, yeah. Ship so just, just got Elrond's hand reaching up. Uh, you got your life vest on, though. Yeah. I, I do. And his water wings. My He's water good. wings, yeah. <laughs> uh, so you guys went uh, tumbling overboard. Thankfully, a couple of you uh, stayed uh, stayed steady. And it's weird that our people that hated the ship the most went overboard. Yeah, then, that's that's weird. That's really, yeah, really funny. appropriate. It's uh, it's fun. Um, so it's like I'm really wise or something. <laughs> uh, you guys are overboard. Uh, congratulations, though, for fighting off the first first wave of fishmen. Yeah, get back mm-hmm. to us next week. About that. <laughs> okay, we will see you guys next week. Until right. then, okay. stay off the bye stay bye. off the sea. All right, Mitties. Thank you for listening. We hope you're enjoying our adventure. To show your support for this podcast, please leave a rating or review on your preferred podcast app. Also, be sure to check us out at DungeonPatrol.com.